Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I don't feel like people ding dong poop ditch or whatever it's called. Anymore. Well, the ring cameras because have kind of messed that up. People get shot these days doing that. You can't poop on a porch Dude, like you used to, you know? Well, Bring the good back old the good days. old days. Yeah, that's right. Audrey, you didn't poop on a porch. You pooped in a bag and then you put it on a porch and you set it on you fire. Lit it on fire yeah. You can't poop porch flame anymore like you used to. Well, <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You got stuck in some conversation with some older gentleman. <laughs> so how did you get out Do of you it? eventually just have to uh, push him down a flight of stairs? Um, there's a turnoff button yeah. on old people. Or you can grab both suspenders and just launch them backwards (laughs) like a slingshot. The Dave and Mahoney Show. Play this on the air, you f***ing bitches, you damn idiot We don't give a what you got to talk about. We listen to f***ing radio to listen to f***ing music. F*** you. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. You got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Audrey? Dave, let's start off today's show with some... Bad news. Yeah, man, these huge corporations getting off with just fines for the opioid epidemic is just wild to me. So uh, Kroger has agreed to pay $1.2 billion over the next decade in order to settle a number of lawsuits claiming the grocery chain helped to fuel the opioid epidemic. But again, the fact that no one's going to jail no one is really being held accountable because it's just these giant, powerful corporations and they can just stroke a check for $1.2 billion and that's just it. Yeah, we've it's given too much me. power to people with money. Um, it's just nuts. That is really confusing to me because if Kroger's falling on the sword, then shouldn't every pharmacy? They pretty much are, yeah. I mean, okay. like, yeah, like CVS and Walgreens and all of them have agreed to pay you know these huge fines and they're huge fines, I get it. But Huge fines that were their job to do, though. I mean, like, if you have a pharmacy, that's not necessarily, like, they're not pill-muling. Well, it would fall on the the uh, pharmaceutical sales rep, or that's falling on the doctors who are prescribing those pills, and then that pharmacy tech or pharmacy, uh, like, the... the I think that they're the saying these corporations were complicit because they were making Pharmacist. so much money off of this and they weren't doing their due diligence to make sure that they weren't just flooding the streets with opioids. I get I understand what you're saying. You know, cuz yeah, cuz it's it's not the pharmacist who's filling the prescriptions fault that the to me in my head now maybe that I'm totally just uneducated on the on the hierarchy of how this really works, right? But I would have thought that it would fall more on the doctors and the health professionals prov- you know prescribing those prescriptions. Yeah, I would think so as well, but I think that there's supposed to be stop gaps at kind of every okay. turn when you're talking like, about... Like, hey, wow, why are you filling wow. so many subs- prescriptions like, in a month? Yeah, like, this gotcha. doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, you know, it doesn't check out, and there there was a level of, of looking the other way because they were making sure. a whole bunch of money off of it. But you know what really sucks is that when you talk about a corporation like this getting fined $1.2 billion, because that's just a tremendous amount of I money. I don't think they get to do it on a, like, pay period. Like, what, do you use an afterpay? Yeah, like, you, you get to do it in installments? Like, yeah. what? I don't but like that. What's what's wild to me is that hurt. what's really going to suck is that they're just going to raise prices now for groceries. Oh, yeah. And the shelves are pretty freaking bare right now, man. Yep. Like, what in the world? So great. We're going to have all kinds of stop gaps in places that we shouldn't. Some uh, some good news today as well. A, uh, a woman from Texarkana said that she bought some scratch-off lottery tickets from an Easy Mart with the intention of giving them to her ex-father-in-law for his birthday. Uh, she ended up keeping the ticket and won $75,000. <laughs> I love that she is petty enough where she 
brought up that she was going to give this to her ex-father-in-law and didn't. Because she could have just not told anyone Yeah, that. man, because maybe he was a fine guy, but her ex wasn't, yeah. you know? <laughs> but that is just... She said, quote, my ex-father-in-law is definitely going to get a kick out of this story. <laughs> Jeez. Could have just kept that to yourself. Instead, you're just like a little bit of salt in the wound. Yeah, just dig it in. Pick it out of scab. Yep. Let's get things going, Dave Mahoney. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, when you get one of those emails or notifications about there being some lawsuit and you need to fill out this form in order to get your share, do you ever do that? No. <laughs> Neither do I. Because, because I know that it's just going to be like a five-buck payout. Right. Like, I want, what, it, How much would it have to be in order for you to actually go through the process of filling out the form? Well, and you don't ever really know, right, you know. until you start hearing about how many people who are involved in the in the lawsuit, right? Um, I, I don't know, because it's never a substantial enough payout, because if it's Walmart or, you know, whatever big name company corporation. In this case, Facebook. Facebook. Right. I mean, you know that there are so many people who are attached to Facebook that the the, the, the payout's never going to be beneficial. So it was $725 million that Facebook had to pay because they were obviously just ravaging people's privacy. And so it was a privacy settlement. And it may constitute the largest class in a lawsuit in U.S. history. So the administrator in charge of vetting the claims has received more than 28 million applications for a payment. And you're like, holy moly, that's like one out of every 10 people in the U.S. filled out this application. And they're saying about 17 millions have already been validated, meaning at least 17 million people are getting a piece of the settlement uh, when it's given final approval. And so you're like, okay, well, let's do the math on that. What does it actually work out to? So the final pot of money will be divided up, uh, but it it won't be done equally. So those who had a Facebook uh, for a longer period, we'll potentially get a larger sum of money. But what do you think the average payment is? It's going to be like three bucks. Uh, so a little more. I think you're missing a zero in there. Thirty whole dollars. Oh, okay. Thirty whole dollars. <laughs> Sorry, is, I didn't move my decimal point yeah. over from my math. The estimated median <laughs> payment: thirty whole bucks. <sighs> cool. Like, this is exactly why I don't ever fill out that kind of that right. form. You're like the. You've got a pot of. Almost three quarters of a billion dollars. Can you imagine you doing that bucks. paperwork? Oh my oh. God. 28 million names attached to that file. Oh my God. <laughs> that poor paralegal. <laughs> no kidding. Actually, oh no, probably not because like the lawyers are going to get half of it, I'm sure. You oh know, it's like, God. can you imagine though having to go through and try to vet 28 million no. applications? I mean, you see all of those documents that are going to be like, trolled in on their like little trolleys yeah. and it's just going to be all of half of it. it's probably just names involved in the suit yeah like but having, having to go through and verify that each, each one of these person. 28 million people or who they say they a, are had a facebook account <laughs> exactly or who they actually say they are and then how do you get them the money you know mm. and like you have to get their bank account information you're just like oh what an a enormous absolute nightmare pain. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, who is the biggest procrastinator on the show? Also, has your procrastination gotten better or worse with age? Message deleted. Oh, boy. I am not great with the whole procrastination thing. I've still got stuff that I need to unpack. I've got boxes in my office. Like, I just, I know that it needs to happen eventually. 
See, but and Dave, if I start doing it, I'll finish doing it. It's just the starting. I'm going to come to your defense here because you have so much going on that a box needs to be put off. Yeah, like we'll just you've worry about that. You've got T-ball, you've got gymnastics, so. you've got dance, you've got cheer, you've got a one-year-old. Like, <laughs> I mean, there are so many things going on in your life that I don't find the boxes getting unboxed. Also, where are you going to put some of those boxes? That's, it's for your kitchen, and your yeah. kitchen's still being redone, man. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, is there a service that people like just come over and? unpack your stuff for you? Yeah, it's called pay me and I'll come over and I'll start unboxing your stuff for you. Audrey unboxing. And I'll do a haul too. I'll pretend like it's my house. (laughs) Put it on my Instagram. Put it on your Instagram. Just unboxing (laughs) all my stuff. You're like, oh, look at this nice trophy for third place in a Taekwondo tournament 20 years ago. (laughs) I'll do it, man. I, I mean, people flex all the time like they're on private jets. And they're not. And they're not. Looking at you, bow wow. Yeah, man. You like it's liar. like a like a service for influencers. <laughs> I'll just come over and pretend your house is my house. I feel like if I did that, that one day I would open a closet and you just <laughs> everything would just come piling out. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. I am a very organized person. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also a person who throws a lot of stuff away. Think how annoying that would be if I was constantly texting you, asking you where my stuff was. Because <laughs> I would do no, that. No, I would just throw it all away. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I, I legit, if it feels too cluttered, sorry. You're out. I'm just throwing these go. garbage bins. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, this is Jen. I'm kind of wondering what you all think about grown-ass people wearing Crocs. <laughs> I dated a guy, very briefly, that wore green Crocs, and he was 48 years old. And I just think there's way better choices out there for footwear. Just wanted to get your opinion. Love the show. Love you all. Have a great day. That Next is such a funny take. I like that she said grown-ass people wearing because Crocs. Because they are grown-ass people wearing Crocs. What I, are you doing? I kind of am on, I'm on her team, but I'm also so influenceable that sometimes no. I see a cute pair of Crocs, Stop and that. I'm like, wow, that nope. looks really cute on it you. It does not look really cute. You just happen to be a very good-looking person wearing Crocs. That's mm. what's going on. It matters the foot, doesn't it? It really does. Now, if you're just a normal-ass dude like me, I've got no business it's a, wearing Crocs. It's the cleaner the foot. Yeah. The cleaner the Croc, the cleaner the person that makes it not as ick. I feel like if I ever see a dirty toe out in the wild... Even dirty Crocs. Like, they have to be perfectly clean Crocs in order to pull that pull it off. Yeah, like brand new, fresh out the box. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm on her team. I mean, but people are like are going to come to the defense of the Croc like crazy. I, I know they are. I will fight you to the death on this. <laughs> what are you talking about? If you think, if you feel this urge right now to call or text us 833-YO-DUMMY to defend the Croc, there I are, will gladly fight you on this. But then there are a lot of women who are anti-toes, like anti-men's toes. They don't want to see them in a flip-flop either. So then we're really just kind of like putting y'all in a corner of well, shoes. I mean, if you have terrible looking feet, like box them up, buddy. Box them up. Come on. Don't Put away, cage them up. Yeah, don't bring those ratty toes out. But I mean, I think that goes same for women, but I mean, girls sure. have their toes out a lot more often. Yeah, but there's a whole process for women to keep their toes in Good shape. So do if you're a guy, you should have you need toe awareness. Toe awareness. Yeah. Do guys think about crusty women's feet like men that women think about men's crusty feet? No. Like, I mean, do you guys like ever if, say like, "Ew, that that grown ass woman's in some Crocs"? If there was a woman that I was interested in dating, like Jen, first off, this is on you. You knew that <laughs> that this 48 year old man was wearing Crocs, and you were still dating him. <laughs> you still. 
gave it up to a 48-year-old man wearing Crocs. Yeah, so she didn't that. have any influence on his... Yeah, maybe she thought she could fix him. Aww. But if there was a woman that I was very interested in and we started dating and we progressed to the point in the relationship where she took her shoe off and she had rotten feet, that would be a deal breaker, I think. What if she left the Crocs on? Oh. Well, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can any of you recall a time when uh, you were unintentionally creepy? Like maybe you lingered around a little too long in a conversation or maybe you got caught, you know, watching someone change from a ladder. Let me know. Message deleted. Watching someone change from a ladder. <laughs> I caught That's myself. That's not unintentionally creepy. You are a peeping Tom, that sir. Is straight up peeping Tom. But I caught myself being a peeper. This weekend. This weekend? Yeah. What did you do? Oh, my God, Dave. It was like TV. I was watching the apartment across from me. We both had our windows up. Uh-huh. And I was just watching. Who was it? What were they doing? They were just cooking. They were whisking away, whisking away. And I was just like, wow, I can see directly into your apartment. And I just looked. I was just watching. It was just like my was own little- Was it a man it was like a or a woman show. or what? It was a dude. It was a dude? Yeah. What, what if you locked eyes? And he offered you a pancake or whatever he was making. I know, like, that was the thing. What were you whisking? It was, not kidding, close to 10 o'clock at night. 10 o'clock at night? Whisking. What do you even whisk? A cake. Eggs? Baking a cake? Some brownies? If you're baking a cake at 10 o'clock at night, you need to go- He was high. To jail. He was high. (laughs) He was high. high. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, it's uh, it's fun to watch you grow up and uh, and become an an adult. You're, uh, You're well into your 30s now. Well- (laughs) <laughs> what? Yeah, you're what, 30, well 32? In, in a, like a um, couple of weeks. couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, uh, you know. I'm it's youthful. Just, it's, just, it's just fun to see you, you know, adopting some more adult-like traits. And this is <laughs> this is a big one. Share share with the class, if you would, what you did. Is this a big one? Yeah. Or am I just a coward? <laughs> because not too long ago, I had to go to the grocery store specifically for one item. And I was mortified because the entire time... I was like, everyone's thinking about me doing the deed. I only needed toilet paper. Yeah. And I was so self-conscious. And the entire time that I was going through the checkout with my, like, 26 rolls of toilet paper, because I didn't want to have to go back and suffer through this pain and anguish again. Mm -hmm. Suffering. (laughs) Um, I got a subscription a, a monthly subscription to toilet paper from Amazon. And I feel like this is growth. Is. Or again, like I said, I am a coward. Um, I, I just could not fathom how everybody's brain, because, you know, everyone thinks about me all the time. Yeah. Whenever I'm out in public, like Main it's all about me. Energy, Main yeah. character, yeah. yeah. So I was just thinking about <laughs> how everybody who saw me, my anxiety was so through the roof over thinking about people taking was just a slams left and right. Like I had so much toilet paper that in life I just couldn't be without. That's all See, I was thinking about. So now I have a subscription to Amazon. I am an adult that will receive their toilet paper and I never have to go out into the world again and feel that pain and anguish. So I am absolutely stunned by this and I'll tell you why. Um, you don't strike me as the type of person who gets easily embarrassed and I'm, I'm gathering that from my own personal experience when we were at a work conference together in Chicago and you just straight up looked at me and you're like, hey, you want to walk over to CVS with me? I'm like, sure, why? And you're like, 
I gotta get some tampons. <laughs> okay, that's not how I sound, first of all. <laughs> secondly, super secondly, absorbent. We were we were together, like on our way to brunch or leaving brunch, and I was like, I need to stop on my way back. It wasn't like I was like, hey man, while we're slamming these beers down at the bar, you care to go get some tamps with I was just me? Just like what? No. Like, so I and also we have known each other for a really have, long time. We have. You I've, have daughters. I I'm do. just setting you up. You have a wife. It doesn't and none of that bothers me. Like if my wife asked me to go into CDS and go get some tampons, sure. Like, yes. I don't care about any of that stuff. It's, it's strangers. It's the that strangers I'm like, that you're worried Oh, they're about. thinking about me. Pooping. Yeah. Okay. So I am an adult now, and I was just, you know, thinking that maybe there's more things. Maybe there's other things that I just don't know about that I should be subscribing to that so, would take away more pain, anguish, and suffering from my inemotional or very emotional instability. So the really shocking thing is that when I'm at this... CVS with Audrey, and she just buys her. Why are you telling tampons. more of the story? No one cares, and we're everyone's getting the egg. We're, we're we're at we're at self checkout. <laughs> I'm just kind of like lurking off in the, the not too far distance, but giving her her space, you know. And she said, boop, boop. and she's like, she's like, hang on, let me put this in here real quick. And I was like, what? And then she, I didn't realize she was talking about bagging it and taking it with her. I was just. You thought that I was just well, going to put I, a tampon what? in you right at the self checkout? Being so bold, I was just like, you live your life, girl. Dave, I wasn't being so bold. I got your six. I'll, I'll cause a distraction. Dave and Mahoney present Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. So Audrey is playing today in Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? And we have a bit of a twist here. So John is on the phone with us. Hey, the whole reason for me calling is I wanted to take on Audrey. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't resist that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to cheat the whole time, so good luck. <laughs> so Audrey is going to leave the studio. And, John, you guys are going to be asked the same questions. You do have one pass today. And we are going to switch it up a little bit. I'm not going to tell you in real time what the correct answer is. We'll wait until Audrey gives her answers, okay? Sounds good. Here we go with question number one. What are the bones that make up the spine called? Uh, vertebrae. Vertebrae is your answer? Okay. Question number two. What are the three largest states in the United States? The three largest by size. Alaska, Texas, and California. Okay. Question number three. Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, and Janis Joplin all died at what age? Kind of unbelievable. They all died at the same age. But do you know what age that was? I believe, I believe that they all died at the age of 27. Okay. Question number four. Animals that eat both plants and meat are called what? Omnivores. Okay. Question number five. What is the minimum age for a person to be elected president of the United States? 35. All right. And you don't even need to go to the last one there because there's no pass used. Can we have a maximum age for president? Is that possible? Um, all right. So is I she, think they're I think they're working on that. They should be. <laughs> all right. So let's see if uh, yeah. let's see if uh, where, where did she go? Hang on. I've got to actually scared. stand. She's she, scared. She should be. <laughs> How are you not standing by the door? She just wandered off. Sorry, I had to pee. <laughs> Did you really go pee? Yeah, I peed so fast. <laughs> it sounded like I was frying pork chops in there. 
Literally, I didn't. He, John was really quick. He was really quick, Sorry. and uh, I, I didn't tell him in real time whether or not he got you know all of his questions right. But I will say he did very well today. Okay, good job. Okay, Audrey, here we go. Question number one for you: What are bones, or the bones called, that make up the spine? What? What are the bones called that Pass. make up the spine? Okay, uh, John, just so you know, got that correct. Great. He said vertebrae. <laughs> Oh. But you do have a pass, so no yeah. worries. I mean, I, I knew that, that they were vertebrae. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just couldn't uh, remember. What moment. are the three largest states in the United States by size? Gross. Texas, for sure. Mm-hmm. California. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What would another one be? Maybe like, trying to think of the map here. Maybe like, I don't know, Wyoming or something. Maybe like Montana. Mm. Maybe old Washington. But for sure, Texas and California. And then, yeah, I'm going to go with Wyoming. Sure. No. Okay. Alaska is what you're what you're. I always there. forget. You always forget about Alaska. You literally don't even think it exists. I legitimately forget okay. about Alaska all the time. Forgot okay. forgot about her. Sorry, old. Uh, so John girl. got that question correct as well. Cool. Love you, John. Good uh, job. Question number three. Yeah. Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, and Janis Joplin all died at what age? 27 Club. 27 is correct. Club to be a part of. Both of you got that one correct. Question number four. Animals that eat both plants and meat are called what? Omnivores. Omnivores is correct. You and John also both got that one correct. Gross. How many did John get right? Uh, a lot. Uh, so what is the minimum age for a person to be elected president of the United States? Mm, is it 42? Two or three or four or five. <laughs> 42. No. <laughs> 37? 30, 35 is the no! correct answer. 35. Which, uh, by the way, can you just imagine a 35-year-old being president? I wish. Right? Dude, That's that could be saying. me, bro. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, what? No, just kidding. Give it, amp it up. 30, 45 is what it should be. Uh, John also got that one correct. Uh, John. Final, uh, final question for you, Audrey. When is Pi Day celebrated? Uh, 3.5. One five. So what is it? Uh, March fifteenth or something? Mm, it's three point one four. So it'll be March fourteenth. <laughs> John didn't even need that one. John went five for five today. Great job, John. Thanks. I tried my best. As it turns out, John, you didn't even have to waste $100,000 on a degree from the University of Kentucky. You are uh, the smartest rude. person in the room. don't you short me. It was much, much more than that. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Man, I like it that some people are just so committed to their crimes. Like this guy in St. Petersburg, he is behind bars after he stole nearly $6,000 worth of sunglasses. What are you doing stealing $6,000 worth of sunglasses, man? What? Why? <laughs> and why? Exactly. Maybe he loses them all the time. That could be it. I lose my sunglasses all the time. So the kid's 19 years old. His name is Mark. There's not a lot of 19-year-olds named Mark They don't there. name people Mark like they used to. They don't. I feel like Mark has fallen off. Is Mark... Do you just name a baby Mark? Or is it like short for Marcus? Marcus is normal, but yeah, I think there's just Marks. Uh, out just there. a Mark. Just a Mark, yeah. Hmm. According to court documents, uh, he stole some, well, a whole bunch of like designer brands. Uh, also stole some cash, about $6,000. He had a Mercedes that he got into to try to flee. Probably that stole that work. too. Yeah, facing two counts of burglary and marijuana possession. <gasps> Turns out, uh, even if you are a federal prosecutor, still can't drive drunk. Uh, cops arrived at the home to investigate a hit and run, and there was a guy that I guess is one of the most prolific federal prosecutors for narcotics, and he looked so drunk that he could barely stand up straight, 
He was leaning on the tailgate of his pickup, trying to keep his balance. And when they asked him for some identification, he whipped out his business card and said, you know who I am? Oh, no. Which... You can't do oh, that. That's just, wouldn't that be awful? Like, you're you're drunk, and you're out here doing some goofy stuff where you're driving, you get into a hit-and-run accident, you leave, and then the cop is wearing a body cam, of course. The officer told him, you realize when they pull my body-worn camera that they're going to see this, and this is going to be really bad, right? Ugh. The, uh, the 59-year-old man uh, continued to tell the police officer that he should be allowed to uh, to go free because... He was a very important person. Oh, okay. So just because you are in a certain part of the law, law man, mm-hmm. you feel like you can just get away with stuff, which is honestly, I'm not surprised that he tried to pull that, but. Well, there's no consequences <laughs> for him. I mean, he's still on the job. Oh. He's in, in court representing the United States as of a week ago. So who knows if this is going to spiral out of control, but yeah. It I, ended up saying, uh, being the right thing to say to someone along the way. So, future shot, I guess. And finally, uh, what's going to take for people to stop being so crazy? A United Airlines flight was disrupted when a passenger tried to enter the cockpit. The plane was still on the ground. Like, what are you doing, Maybe man? you just wanted to see all the buttons. You know what? You see little kids doing that sometimes. I was on yeah. a flight recently, and this little, I don't know, maybe four or five-year-old boy walked on the plane, walked directly into the cockpit, put his little hands on his hips and goes, you guys know where we're going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what age does that that's a little become lo- uncute? Yeah, that's a little- like, it's cute for a five-year-old, but, like, if somebody's, like, 56, and be like, hey, man, you know, how to, you know how to fly this thing? <laughs> you are going to jail, buddy. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Andre, I think I need to call you out on being just an absolute terrible influence. You are always taking my wife's side with her stupid ideas. Yeah, she deserves everything. She does not deserve a cow. Girls support girls. This is literally where we are. Yesterday, I'm at the house, and my wife said to me, not in a joking matter, I think I would rather have a pet cow than a pet dog right now. Well, you just told me this, and I believe that not only does your wife deserve a cow, but also your children. Are you going to deny your four kids a cow? You have a backyard. If we get a cow... I'm going to eat it. Uh, no, you won't. So I was looking this up a second ago. Did you know that you can potty train cows? I don't believe you. I think you are making all of this up. It is <laughs> fake news. NPR reported, science.org reported fake it. Fake news. <laughs> like I, I cited like six different sources for you that you can actually tell, tell the, uh, potty the, train a cow. The audience that is listening right now, your lies. Because you're telling me not only can you potty train a cow, you can potty train a cow in, was it 15, 15 days? 15 days. It's easier to potty train a cow than it is to potty train a toddler. And you you can also, source. according to these, these lies that you're spreading, okay. you can teach the cow not just to be potty trained, but actually to go in a in, specific area in a toilet. Yes, they're saying that if we teach cows how to go into a, like a latrine, whatever it's called, that it actually could help the ozone layer and stuff. So um, I think that your wife deserves a cow. It seems far easier to have a cow than, I don't know, a cat. Uh, it seems dog. easier to have a cow than a cat. I think so. Cows um, are fairly large animals. You can get a small one. They come in all sizes now. Do they stay small? I think that there are very tiny cows out there. The they one that I just uh, showed tiny, you a, a they, moment ago, that was a cow that was small. See, we're, we're... The tiny fuzzy ones. We're getting to the point where, like, because the one you showed me, like, that cow had a hairdo. It was very cute. It had an actual styled head so of cute. hair. So cute. And it makes me, I don't know why... Very angry. Yeah, you just put it in little bows, little pigtails. 
I mean, I think it'd be really cute. I don't know. I feel like there's probably some rancher out there who's like, you can't buy drink cow. And I'm sure that there are certain species of cow that probably, like the big dairy cows. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you can potty train that kind of cow. I didn't really go into the depths of which kind of cow variation mm-hmm. that you could potty train, but it's real. You can Google it. Do your own research. <laughs> and I think your wife deserves it. Uh. Just get a little cow litter box. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Has anyone ever gone into your phone without permission? Can we just talk about how much of a violation that is? Message deleted. Don't ask me about this. Oh, boy. Now let's ask you why. You I've totally gone through a phone before. Why would you do that? Because I wanted to hurt my feelings. Yeah, did, did it work? you only go through a phone... When you have proper suspicions about something and Mm. all you're trying to do is prove yourself right. And then my advice to anybody who ever is thinking that they're going to do that is what are you going to do with that information after you find out? Are you going to actually leave that person because you found what you suspected? Or are you going to be a coward like I was and stay (laughs) until something happens catastrophic, right? I mean, people, people who are going through a phone... It's never, you're you're only looking for something that's going to hurt your feelings, whether it's big or if it's small or if it's made up in your own head. Like you're going to find something to prove your sense of guilt that you went through the phone right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And there's going to be something that you find that even if you're misinterpreting it, Mm -hmm. right? Because you you read things in a suspicious way. Right. Because you're looking for that. Yeah. And you're you're unearth the evidence and you're a little detective and all this stuff. I had a ex-girlfriend one time try to catfish me to Mm. see if I would be unfaithful. Like where she set up a fake MySpace account. Just to give you an idea of how long ago this was. And was sending me messages like, hey, let's meet up. Here's some pictures, all this stuff, and like had like fake nude pictures of this girl and all this stuff, but set up a whole profile what? to see if I would cheat. And I was just like, nah. I'm like, you feel free to send more pictures though. Dave. <laughs> what? Also, good for you for I mean, did you know that it was probably a catfish at no, the time? Not, or? not at the time. I mean, I started the piece together because I'm like, this is a little too easy. I'm not that good looking. It's like a porn like, what are we doing here? Like, come on. <laughs> like, it's I'm not the sort of guy who gets unsolicited. Like, come take me, big boy. 22 and in your neighborhood. <laughs> yes. So close by and definitely want to hook up. Please leave a message after the tone. What's your guys' take on mother-in-laws? <laughs> like, I love my mother-in-laws. She's awesome. I appreciate everything she does for us babysitting, picking up the kids from school when, when she needs to. But I just feel like she's always there, you know, like, never just my family, you know, the kids and my wife. It's always like she's always there. And it sucks because my father-in-law never likes to do anything with her, so she'll even come on vacations with us. What's your take on it? Message deleted. Oh, man, I feel like that's tough because separation is important. I have no opinion about this. But your mother-in-law currently is really helping with the babies because they're babies. So my mother-in-law lives in Seattle. And like with this guy, it sounds like she is, you know, here, Mm -hmm. like lives right by him. And that that would be tough. Like, because my mother-in-law will come to town. She's got this great job that lets her work remotely. Although Mm -hmm. I have been petitioning for them to get back to the office. Uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Seattle, man. They just, they, everybody's working from Everyone's home still. Everyone's working from home, yeah. Everybody needs to go, uh, go back to the office. Get back. 
Um, but no, no, she she is very helpful. And like we actually get along quite well. It's just that same thing where it's like, you know, when she comes to visit, it's like for a month. See, what I have a problem with is, and I, I find myself looking back at relationships and this kind of being a precursor to failure whenever men don't have the ability to tell their mothers that they need to back up and back off a little bit mm-hmm. because then they think that they're like the number one in the relationship yeah. over the wife or over whoever. And I kind of have a little bit, it's not like I'm more important or more valuable or whatever, but I mean, if you're in a marriage or if you're in a partnership or if you're in a relationship. Well, you, you married you, your significant, significant other, other not for, your significant other and their family. Family. Yeah. So I feel like that's where it's tough and boundaries are hard to set with your family, man. Like, Especially if you don't do it from the jump, you know? Yes. You know, I've had somebody in the past tell me, well, why don't you just tell her? <laughs> yeah, right. Because that's not your role. That's not your job. Because they don't want to be the one to hurt. Yeah. Their mothers. That's a very interesting thing. I feel like I'll, there could be a lot of opinions on how to how to handle that. Because everybody feels like they've got the solution, right? And no one does. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys, so I have two questions for you. How long do you think you can stand up for? And how long do you think you can sit down for? Let me know. Message deleted. I'm really bad at both. I'm really good at laying. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had anyone ask me how long do I think I could stand for. Like, you know, regularly. Without leaning. You're like, all right, how how far can you run? You know, that's a normal thing to ask. But I've never challenged myself just to be like, I'm just going to keep on standing. Because have you ever heard that if you got time to lean, you got time to clean? No. You've never heard that? No. Oh, my gosh. You got time to lean. You got time to clean. Yeah, man. That is a Southern mama's saying right there. And in, in any, I've heard that in just places that I've worked as well. If you've got time to lean, you got time to clean. Which really? means that if you've got leisure time, if you've got, if you feel like you have the ability just to post up, there's things to do. And I'm leaning. I'm always leaning, yeah, man. You're a big leaner, yeah. It's, it's tough to stand. You think you're bad at sitting, huh? Yeah. Look at how I'm sitting. I'm literally in the shape of a C. Like, I don't sit up straight. <laughs> you do have nobody, awful posture. <laughs> nobody sits up straight anymore. Who does that? Like, yeah. I just watched you. You, you just grew I, four inches. I did. <laughs> that's the first time that's happened. Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Leave a message. So, Audrey, you and I have a mutual love for the city of Chicago, and now I love it even more. Go on. They got gambling. They got uh, a, a real-life casino now. Nice. Yeah. So what's wild, and the, the reason that I even bring this up is, I mean, we're seeing casinos kind of pop up all over the country now. You mm-hmm. know, New York City's going to have one in the not-too-distant future. But, yeah, the way that things have progressed with, you know, sports betting and stuff like that, you can do a lot of gambling just on your phone now. And so, like, why not have a casino? But the reason that this one is significant is because this was proposed... 30 years ago Whoa. in Chicago. It's taken 30 years for them to actually green light it. So basically your entire life. Yes. They've been trying to figure this thing out. And now they finally have. Whoa. So it's been 30 years since this was proposed, but the city of Chicago hosted the opening night of the very first legal casino. So Bally's Casino opened its doors. It's in River North, just north of the Chicago Loop. And uh, it's actually a building which was built 
in the Moorish Revival style by the city Shriners all the way back in 1912. Whoa, that's going to be beautiful. Yeah, so the location is only intended to operate for three years while Bally's completes construction on its permanent casino, which is going to be at the site of the Chicago Tribune. So it's going to be like right there on the river in downtown Chicago, which is going to be pretty spectacular. Wait, so we have a temporary casino? A temporary of- but permanent casino, yes. <laughs> Look, they got the license. They're like, it's going to take, obviously, a long time to build, like, this new property and have it be, you know, this world-class operation that they intended to be. But they're like, we want to, like, start making money now. Which is so- interesting because they would have had to get some type of permits for the location that they have for the semi-permanent one. So that makes me feel that... Maybe that will also eventually end up being something that stands there. Maybe, yeah. I you mean, know? what's interesting is they only issued one license, you know, and it mm-hmm. wasn't to, you know, like NGM Resorts International or The Win or like, you know, you've seen some of those popping up in different parts of the country, mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't one of those like really big ones that has casinos all over the place. You know, Bally's is obviously a big brand, but the temporary casino, 56 tables and 800 slot machines. Oh, cute little guy. I mean, but yeah, that's still like a lot. Right? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think 56 table games is pretty significant. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a real casino floor. So, uh, if you want to do some gambling next time you're in downtown Chicago, you can get your fix. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? These are the days it never rains but it pours. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Derek is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you doing, Derek? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing very well. Thank you for asking. Got some cover songs for you here, and uh, these are all really big popular songs. You should know them, but, you know, some of the songs have very interesting interpretations. And we have one today that's got almost 200,000 views, but then we also have another one that's got like 48 views. So kind of a wide swing here, but you got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. Uh, There is a lifeline if necessary today. So, oh boy. (laughs) Good luck. Here we go. Stop it right there. 213 views on that bad boy. Do you know it? I No, I think... No, I don't. I'm going to use my lifeline. Okay, so right out of the gate, thank goodness that I actually know this one. Uh-huh. Skid Row, 18 to life. Yeah. But I... You know, a funny story about that. The reason why I was able to get that so fast and easily, not because I am really versed on Skid Row, but because I learned about that song in my history of rock and roll class, that really? was a real class that I took that really? I actually paid for at the University of Kentucky. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, How about man. that? Like Skid Row? What Look in the that. world? Yeah, uh, but there you go. Now, Derek, a little, little uh, it's, it's kind of a caveat here. Because she did help you out that you do have to pay her student loans. So that's Please. how it works. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, here we go on to number two. 30 more seconds on the clock. Good luck. When I was young Oh, 
We'll stop it right there. I just want to tell you that this guy's name is Jared Fudge. Fudge. Jared Fudge. 282 mm-hmm. views on I that like bad Mr. boy. Fudge. Derek, do you know it? It's Girl Like You, but I, 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 I'm blanking out. I, Brian That's... Adams, I thought, but... No. Um, Bruce Springsteen? It's... Play that little bit of the, of the end for him, Dave, because it's right before it goes into the chorus. Oh, I am so bad at this. Um, <laughs> I, I can hear the. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not gonna get it. All right, that's all right. It's all right. That's that's old John Cougar Mellencamp, brother. It hurts so good, but we'll give you a half point because you you kind of got the title right. So, all right, here we go on number three. Thirty more seconds on the clock. This one is from Green Screen Bluegrass, and this is the one that has almost two hundred thousand views. originally was supposed to be, yeah. but whatever they turned it into, yeah. I loved. Okay. Derek? <sighs> That's tough. Apparently, this is not my game. Yeah. Um, hold on. Uh, it's Dire Straits? <gasps> yes. What? Um, money, yeah. money for nothing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we I, got there. The fact that you even heard anything like that, that was crazy. Yeah. That was so good. I really like that I bluegrass version. The last five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually how this game goes. All right. So here we go. On to number four. 48 views on this one. That was horrible. I have no idea on that one. Sorry, guys. Audrey, um, you, I'm allowed to tap in again. Yeah, if 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 you think you I can only help. have a half. Okay, that that that's good enough. Is that good enough? Yeah, I was blinded by the light. It's blinded by the light, yeah. But I that have. I don't think from, I've ever yeah. known who's saying that. Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Yeah, yeah. So what ha- a horrible ha- name, Manfred Mann's <laughs> Man Earth Band. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Listen, okay. I'm 32. That was alarming. I mean, I'm. <laughs> All right. that, that's like the emo bands that I grew up with. Final one here, Derek. Uh, you got a total of three points. The lifelines are burnt. You got to use your brain power here to get this last one. Try to get a full point in order to win today. 30 more seconds on the clock. Here we go. Can't you see I'm in misery? And you know for sure I will live and die for you. And I know just what to do when you call me back. singing along over there. Derek, bring it home, buddy. It's Call Me Baby. Um, no, it's, no not. it's not. It's not? Can you take me high enough? 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, high enough. That's right. Yeah, I heard you. White snake? No, not white snake, Derek. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, Maybe? Damn Yankees. Yay! Hey. Oh, yeah, what I'm sweating. This is Dave and Mahoney. So Audrey was gassing herself up last week because she had some friends that were coming into town, and she knew that Saturday was the big day where you were going to go out and have a brunch. And when I say a, br- a brunch, like you girls are going to go out and rip it up. Yes. And you knew that. I did. And so you like psych yourself up for these sort of I things. I have to. I have to mentally prepare. You cannot. I am. I am at the age. Actually, I've always been like this. I'm not going to say it just because I'm 31. But I am the person where you have to tell me in advance that I'm going to do something so that I can mentally prepare and prep outfits or just, I don't know, the mental stamina that I'm going to have to have for the day. Like, I have to know. Same thing for even just meetings. If it's not in my calendar, it's just going to throw me off. My entire day is thrown off. Also, um, did you never just have spontaneous days where you just go out and just have a rip-roaring good time? No, I'm, I'm... so as much strange. as a person of routine that you are, I cannot believe you can't bro down on on that with me. Like I, that is semi in my like. I would say that's routine for me and it, for my entire life. If I don't have that structured as a part of like what I am looking forward to or have planned in my day, uh, uh-uh, I'm, pa- I'm totally is out. Not routine though, it's not. No, no, no. That's not what I meant. I guess if it's not in my calendar, if I'm not prepared for it, if I don't know that on a Friday night I'm going to get dinner or if on a Friday night I'm going out on Monday, it's not probably so, going to happen. What? Or by that's Wednesday. Wild. That's or wild by like me. Wednesday. That's wild. But me. I've always been like this my my whole life. <laughs> You're like, okay, uh, Saturday, July 20th, get drunk. <laughs> Starting well, at 9 a.m. It's because you got to find outfits. I think maybe because for girls... If I don't have enough time to find no, what I'm going to wear, it becomes chaos. Yeah. And I like to be able to control that environment so if how, I can. how did you prepare for your big brunch on Saturday? Dude, I slept and slept and slept and slept and slept. You were teasing me because you were texting me about how our... <laughs> If I had just woken up from a nap because yeah. I had posted on Instagram on my story. Uh-huh, yeah. And you were like, did you just wake up? And you had. It was like 3 p.m. I was like, yeah, man, yeah, I just woke yeah, up. I just woke up from like a five-hour nap. Yeah. And then <laughs> I went to go work out and uh-huh. got some food and came back and slept some more. So what got me, and Chris, I haven't told her this yet, but so I know that Saturday is the big brunch day that she's been preparing for for, a, you know, a fortnight. Yeah. And she, I wake up on Saturday morning and I'm just kind of doing my thing. You know, like I said, my wife and daughter are out for a little run and stuff. And, you know, it's getting to be a little bit later in the morning. And I know that Audrey's brunch is, I would assume, supposed to be around this time. And I'm on. So you're looking? No, 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 no. I'm just on social media. And I see that you have updated your LinkedIn on Saturday oh, morning. Oh, that morning, yeah. I'm like, what? Audrey's supposed to be out. She's been preparing for a month to go get lit at brunch, and she's updating her LinkedIn on Saturday morning. I had morning. a lot of time in the morning. <laughs> what did you update it with? Just, just a post I updated my picture, or? and yeah. then we oh. started a new job here. But... In case you did something that jeopardizes your job, you're ready for the next one? (laughs) I'm going to get my resume ready just in case I get arrested. No, because everybody had been talking about LinkedIn recently, and I was like, well, you know what? I never, ever update my LinkedIn ever. And it still had that we had been working at our two companies ago company. So I was like, how unprofessional is that? So So, (laughs) changed it. How was the brunch experience? It was fun. So I I was just telling you uh, this off, uh, off mic, but... 
I can have fun if I am enjoying the company that I'm in, no matter where I'm at. Like yeah. if it's a 130 degrees outside and we're on a hike, if if I'm with people who I enjoy being around, I'm going to have fun. You yeah. know what I mean? Like give me a miserable scenario. If I'm with proper people, I will make the most of it and have a blast. Um, with that being said, where we were and what we were doing, I didn't really enjoy it. And I think that that's, I was being a brat. I think that I am just a, I want to hear what you have to say, person. Yeah. Like, I don't want no, loud you, music. I want good cocktails. Yeah. I want craft yummy cocktails mm-hmm. in a situ- in a scenario where there's probably like light piano playing. Light piano. <laughs> <laughs> or something, you know, like, but I mean, I'm an environmental person. Like if, if everything is all gas, no brakes, I'm kind of like Mahoney in that way where it's like, I, there, if there is tequila happening, there's, it's full pedal to the metal. I can't yeah. go backwards. So yeah, no, I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed the people I was with. And did it kill you? Were you okay on Sunday or? I was like exorcist puking by the time I got back home on Saturday. Really? Oh yeah. And I don't ever same day puke, but it was a blessing that I did because Sunday, Sunday was easy. So you got the devil out. I did. It was like, Satan. (laughs) This is the Dave and Mahoney show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Hey, so I just out some forms the other day at my doctor's office and the lady called out how bad my signature was. Like she actually said something to me. That's never happened to me before, but now I'm really self-conscious about it. I know some people have like gorgeous handwriting and like beautiful, elegant autographs, but mine literally looks like a bunch of scribbles. Message deleted. My seven-year-old called me out because I wrote her a little note and I put it in her lunchbox so she would find it at school. That's cute. It's Good cute dad cause move. Because she, she, uh, she got uh, awarded like once a quarter they like name one kid from each grade as being like an exemplary leader and she got that. And so I was like, you know, really proud of her and telling her what you know, how fantastic it was that she's doing so great in her new school and everything else. And she goes, Daddy, I got your note. You have really bad handwriting. <laughs> It's like, I do, man. My handwriting is atrocious. Chris, our producer, will call us, call me out on that all the time because I'll write down some winner's name or whatever it is. He's like, what does that even say, man? You're so busy. You don't have time for penmanship. I don't penmanship. have time. Who has exquisite penmanship in 2023? Who writes in 2023? Have you done that where you've had to write something and you're like, my hand hurts because I just don't do this very often anymore? I... Well, just by holding my phone these days, yeah. I got to switch it over to, from hand to hand, man. You got like, to rotate a little bit. I, for <laughs> real, I'm like, I'm about to be 32. Yeah. And the way that my hand just cramps. Audrey, we are. I would have hated to go to, like, literally, can you imagine having to, like, be in war times, like World War One, and just sit still, like, clamping down on something? Like, my hand would have given out. I would have been too weak. I would have, I, I just couldn't have. My grandfather went to war and got shot twice. And I'm like, it hurts to write things. Yeah. <laughs> My penmanship is is not up I to par. Can't even do calligraphy I'm anymore. So <laughs> weak, man. So soft. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, guys, how do you handle a friendship when your friend, that's a girl, expresses that she has feelings for you, but you don't feel the same? You know what I mean? Like, do you expect her to bury her feelings or walk away from the friendship? Message deleted. Oof. I've got a question. And you might not like where this is going. Mm -hmm. Why is that friend 
having feelings for you? Probably because he's undeniably sexy. Oh, you don't think he's flirting and kind of leading her down a path where she might be finding that he might be having the same feelings of interest? Huh, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. You're, you're victim blaming again. You realize that, right? Yeah. This um, this I, I think that that's just kind of interesting to me. Are you friends with a lot of dudes, like no. just platonically? No. Not really. No. I mean, like, we're because obviously friends. We work together. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I mean, outside of work, no. I, I, I don't really, I've never been a girl who's been around dudes. I'm a girl's girl. I yeah. love hanging with the girlies. I mean, outside of here, I tell you this all the time. I'm like, I seek out estrogen. Like, you do. like you do. my life is filled with <laughs> testosterone. Dudes everywhere. Everywhere I've been, man. And yeah. I'm just like, I just talk to you and Mahoney both yeah. and Chris about girly things. And I'm like, I know you guys aren't going to care, but just give me this moment, please. <laughs> just give it to me. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, what word do you want to be added to the dictionary? Pick one word. What would that be? Hmm. Ciao. Message deleted. I don't even know, but I saw some words the other day that were posted up as the words that were added to the dictionary for the year. Dude, the, the di- dictionary can just chill the hell out on trying to be cool. What is it, John? And what is Blur's Day? Blur's Day? And what is corny capitalism? <laughs> That got added to the dictionary? Unsee. You have- All four of those got added. And I was like, whoa, I am elderly. What is Blur's Day? Is uh, that whenever you're just drunk? That is, I actually like that one. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I, I've had to go, God, I haven't even Googled it yet because I was just, I was so blur, blurs, in awe. Blur's Day checks out. Like if you, if you tailgate, it's a Blur's Day. But I mean, are we even using it correct? I don't know. Blur's Day meaning. Yeah, a day of the week where you have no idea what's what day of the week it is. Oh, so it's not like being drunk. You're just like, you're like, is it a Wednesday? What day is this? I guess. I mean, th- this is this is how you know we're so out of touch. No, the dictionary is trying way too hard to be cool and like keep up with stuff. And a John is a reference to a person, place, or thing. So it's just a noun. <laughs> we're just a John is like, like that's like J A W N. Oh. John. Yeah, so we're just replacing words okay. that already right. exist. All right, you're pissing me off, Dictionary. <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail. At 833-YO-DUMMY. So, Audrey, my uh, wife was out of town for the majority of the weekend, and um, I was kind of here for it. I hope she's not listening, because that sounds like it would be hurtful. Uh, but, like, big football weekend, obviously. Oh, so you got to the time to relax uh-huh. uh, and well, I mean, watch I had, all of the football you want. I had three out of the four kids, but I was really trying to get them excited about football being back. Oh, so I'm like, you, you know, are such a dad. Putting in little outfits, like, yeah, all right, Vikings. Woo. Your oldest is a cheerleader. She is. Was she able to practice some of her cheers? A little bit. Like, she she tried to get into it. The uh, my, my little son, Duke, you know, he also was like, Daddy, I'm going to watch football with you. Like, oh, my little man. That's so cute. Um, but my, <laughs> so funny, you know, because I was just sitting on the, the couch all Saturday, all Sunday, got the FanDuel app, just having a day. Like, I, that's nice. just me in my prime. That's yeah. what I'm the best at, is sitting down and watching football. Did you teach your kids about the uh, the lines as well and have them gamble a little bit? <laughs> no, no, no. I, oh, I, I reserved okay. that for me. A, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, you can get them indoctrinated into your gambling habits well, as well. You know, it's, FanDuel's it's, a great app to try. It's, it's important that they <laughs> learn how to properly bet. Um, although I could have taken some notes because I got crushed this weekend. Did you? God, it was a bloodbath. My wife's like, how much money did you lose? I'm like, don't worry about it. Talk about it's it. about the wins, baby. Yeah, let's, let's, let's focus on the negative. 
There's also a Monday night Rim- game. Yeah, right. <laughs> and a you Thursday night game. And yeah, I'll bounce back, I swear. But so I get this text from my brother last week. And, you know, it's like, I want to say three or four days before football kicks off. And he's like, hey, guys. And this is my youngest brother, Matt. You know, he, oh, okay. he, he likes to party quite a bit. And he's like, he's like, hey, guys, I, I have a pact that I want to make with the brothers. So it's a group text to me and the other brothers. Uh, there's five of us. Were there the any brothers that got left out of the pact? Uh, no, it's all, all the brothers were okay. in on it, but one of my brothers just didn't respond to it because he did not want to participate. He's like, I want to make a pact that we all don't drink until the Vikings lose because we're all Vikings fans who grew up in Minnesota. I'm like, what kind of red-blooded American is going to make a no-drinking pact 48 to 72 hours before the kickoff of the NFL season? What are you talking about? What Also, Matt, your youngest brother... Is he trying to sober up or something? Uh, that's what I mean. Like, I'm here to support you if you want to sober up. Just not now. Why didn't you guys tell him <laughs> y'all are going to make the pact? He don't know. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I lied to him. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm going to be so sober. Uh-huh, wink. Sober right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, do you think uh, these bets are going so great? Well, the, uh, the Vikings ended up losing in week number one anyhow. So oh. <laughs> pact is over. Oh, uh, man. Well, you know what? I like where his heart's at. So... Audrey, you said you were watching the, uh, the the Sunday night game with the Cowboys and the Giants. I mean, I turned it on, and I was so embarrassed for them. I mean, because I remember, I think I turned it on, was it a third quarter? It was, I was, you was like it. in the 30s. It was like 36 to 0. 40 to nothing. Yeah. I mean, brutal for the Giants to start their season that way. Pretty embarrassing. And, um, I mean, I was watching a lot of the games through the streaming apps for the very first time. And whenever I, I went to go yeah. turn it on, I was like, hey, this is actually a pretty good process. Like, I don't have to, like, go through and figure it out because it's, like, right on my Roku screen. Like, all yeah. I have to do is just press, like, A button to figure out where it's at. And I was like, this is foolproof. Every girl everywhere, if you are trying to, like, go back into the dating world, you know it's just right there. You can just <laughs> click right over and then just, like, start talking about sports. <laughs> <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, we were talking about this last week, and we thought that maybe Zach Bryan, the uh, the country singer getting arrested, was not going to be a bad thing for him. In fact, we thought it could be a very good thing for his brand, and sure enough, it's already a really good thing for his brand. They're, they're calling him Outlaw Country now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I'm not really sure if he is technically outlaw country. I feel like that kind of, the hat goes to Johnny Cash and Chris Christopherson. Like real outlaw is not just somebody who like was chirping at a cop. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, like, I don't know. But whatever. I mean, it's nice to have that type of notch on your belt, I'm sure, being a country artist. And especially because he was kind of like holding it down for his bodyguard. Like, it wasn't necessarily really him getting in trouble, but and he still kind of gets like the street cred involved with it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so here's the thing. If you, if you don't know the story with Zach Bryan, I guess he'd gotten pulled over like a week earlier for going four miles over the speed limit. Yeah. And so there was already some frustration, but then his bodyguard gets pulled over while they're driving together. He circles back to see what's going on, gets out of his vehicle, which obviously was a mistake. Uh, but then, like, the cop's like, hey, you better get back in your truck or you're going to jail right now. And he's like, I'll go to jail. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the he's cop's like, okay. <laughs> so he ended, up, he ended up getting arrested. Uh, but, you know, I cannot tell you how many girls that I'm friends with on social media that I saw posting. We are goo goo gaga for Zach Bryan. Have you seen him? Shot. Oh, 
You know what's so funny is because I never thought that I would ever be a country music fan. Like I, you know, I was in, my mom listened to 90s country growing up and it's now like the new emo wave. Like I listen to it and I'm like, this is, I feel 16 all over again. And he is fine. He is like, I mean, hotter than hot. And he's like a former Navy guy. So he's just got all kinds of cred now associated with him. And you are right, Dave. We were all drooling and continue to drool. I mean, what? That mugshot was so hot. Him and his mustache, you and man. Your mustache, <laughs> your chiseled jawline. What the hell? So Jimmy Fallon has come out and apologized for a toxic workplace. Like, why is it that the most jovial, fun, lighthearted TV shows, like The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and Ellen. Well, also, Kelly Clarkson was involved in some yeah, of that drama, that's too. Right. I forgot about that. I mean, I don't necessarily know if it is in relation to Jimmy himself, just like Kelly Clarkson. I think that maybe with Ellen's case, it was more geared towards her. Uh, I mean, so the report is that like more than a dozen former and current employees claim that Fallon would have outbursts as well as like good Jimmy days and then bad Jimmy days. So being a diva. Yeah. Employees described crying rooms. Like what? Shortly after the story broke, Fallon hosted a Zoom meeting in which he apologized, saying that he didn't mean to create an atmosphere for the show that was negative. And he said, I, I'm very embarrassed and I feel so bad. He continued saying, sorry if I embarrassed you and your family and friends. I feel so bad I can't even tell you. I want this show to be fun. It should be inclusive to everyone. You know what, though? And I'm not coming to his defense because there's no reason for him to behave that way. But whenever you're coming from SNL, I'm not shocked to hear that he is so all over the place because that is a pretty, especially like kind of like in his era and before it's pretty grueling process to be on SNL. And I think that it, you strive for so much of perfection that that's probably the climate he was just so used to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And being in those type of writing rooms again, not making excuses for him. I'm just kind of hearing this, not really shocked by that behavior. I just, it's just so wild to me that like these, these, TV performers who, again, are supposed to just be the happiest people alive. It's a character. screaming at people behind the scenes. It's a character that they're playing and they're real good at it. This is Dave and Mahoney. So there's a lot of really cringy people out there and there's a whole lot of really cringy people online. But Audrey, when you talk about somebody taking the cake, this has got to be pretty high up there. There is a YouTube influencer by the name of Ruby Frankie or Ruby oh, Frank. Dave, I was telling you oh, about this woman. you were woman. telling me about her and I could not believe what you were telling me. I am in the throes. I have been, okay, so there was a person not too long ago on our voicemail that asked, have you ever deep dived within some video that you found and you couldn't get out of the wormhole? This is my current wormhole. So if you go down this rabbit hole, her, her whole thing on her YouTube was giving people parenting advice. Since like the early 2000s. So she's been trying to do this uh, for, like you said, like 20 years almost. Yeah. She's 41 years old. And there is this rabbit hole that has developed with her where, again, she's telling people how to raise their kids. And now it has gotten to the point where she is landing in court and is being charged because of what she was doing to her own kids. It's wild. So... Many people probably remember the video that went viral of this woman who was angry at her kid's principal for playing 
low by T-Pain. It was like the edited version, but it was at like a school dance or something, and she was losing her mind. Like cry on camera. So inappropriate for these kids to be listening to a very popular song that, you know, you hear on the radio. Well, not only that, but it's on a grocery store commercial. Right. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's it's not really that uh, crazy of a song, but... Unfortunately, um, you know, as we're kind of diving into what she's been doing to her kids over the years, some of the things that have kind of been coming out are, you know, she removed the bedroom from one of her sons as a punishment for seven months. Seven months. No bed with no bedroom, no nowhere to, you know, said he was sleeping on a beanbag since October as a punishment. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, in one of the one of the ways that she would discipline her children was uh, removing food from them, um, letting them go hungry for days. Um, again, as a punishment, she would also take a trash bag. And these are all things that she's recorded that you can find on YouTube. But, like, yeah. I mean, she would put things in trash bags and say, this is all going to the dumpster unless you pay for them so that you learn what things cost, like homework. She would make them pay for their homework back, pay her, and then if their grades failed because they didn't want to pay for that homework, then they would get in trouble. So it didn't matter you know, what it was. And those were just the tiny things that she did. Her son, I believe his name is Russell, escaped from their basement. At 12 years old. At 12 years old, him and his sister were in a basement area of Ruby Frankie's house, escaped to their neighbor and said that he was hungry and thirsty and was bound. Yeah. Tied him up. and his sister, sister were tied up. Yeah. And their whole entire lives have been filmed for like 12 years almost. Yep. And it is so heartbreaking. And she is trying to get her kids back. And it is just, you know, whenever your kids, her oldest kids are saying, thank God she's finally been caught, you know that they have been through hell and back. Well, because when this kid escaped, which is alarming in and of itself that a child has to escape their own home to go ask the neighbor for food, food and water. And water. And when the neighbor looks at this kid, they go, oh my God, like you're malnutrition. Like you clearly... Mm-hmm have not been given just the uh, essentials to live. And you can physically see that. Think about how long that takes for something like that to happen. And so the the neighbors, thank God, called the cops. And the cops came and she got arrested. And rightfully so. The kid's taken away. It is just wild to me that this sort of criminal uh, was on YouTube giving people advice on how to parent. And Telling people what they should be doing and how they should be raising their kids. People have been calling CPS and just trying to get the police called on her for years, apparently. I did not know really who she was up until probably a few months ago. Yeah. Because um, she started coming on to my TikTok feed. Mm-hmm. And the things that she posted were absolutely alarming. Yeah. Truly. And it just makes your heart break for those kids. Yep. Yeah. I mean, tr- I mean, yeah, it's devastating. There's no win for the kids in this. It's like, oh, your your family gets broken up and your mom gets arrested. Like, that's not a good thing. And the husband is just as at fault, I believe. If is. you know that all of these things are ha- happening under the roof of your home, I mean, she is the face of their YouTube channel, but both of them. And then where do they go? All of yeah. those. I mean, he, she still has a lot of kids left. Yeah. It's yeah. heartbreaking. It's just sad, but thank God she is no longer looking after those kids. This is David Mahoney. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, you always say that you love love, and that's what the misconnection is all about. You no. know, these people are out there in the world, they're looking for love, they feel like they had a connection, and 
Uh, they want more, and maybe they didn't shoot their shot in that moment, but you know what? They're going to do it online. And you say no, but how dare you? I don't like that you're flipping my words on me. Do you I think love, that love? this is manipulation and gaslighting. Do you finest. love love or not? I do love love, but I don't like creepy love. And who says this has to be creepy? This, oh, this, would this you like to today? share some stories today? I would. I okay. would. This is uh, this is the true love exists in Walmart edition of the Mr. <laughs> okay, you know what? Maybe this is not creepy. Sounds this is, like uh, it's this first one is a man for a woman. It's a pink top cutie at Walmart. Okay. I was at the self-checkout buying some wasp spray, <laughs> and you commented that I looked like I had a big problem. Not that big of one is what I replied, but a bigger problem is what I didn't think I was trying to flirt with you. Instead, you just walked by, and I wished you a nice day. If you want to squash a bug with me, tell me what type of hat I was wearing. Unvaccinated, so no one will track us. <laughs> Stop it. It does not say that last part. It sure does. I don't like that he's calling his wiener his bug. I also don't like the fact that he is trying to lure women with his unvaccinated wiener as well. So, I mean, this is just very Walmart. Uh, The next one is just entitled Walmart Parking Lot. This is a woman for a man. You were standing by your car showing off your manhood. By the time I got around, you were gone. Hit me up because I am so down. What's a man hub? No, manhood. What's a manhood? Boom. Is it a... Uh, no, come with Audrey. <laughs> just That's showed, what I thought a manhood was. Showing the ween a little bit. Uh, this next one is a man for a woman. It is entitled Walmart Blonde. You were mid to late 20s blonde, blue workout shorts and a white top. You, we kept checking each other out. I thought you were going to get in line behind me because I could, because uh, uh, I was about to tell you, I'll buy your groceries for your number, but then you bounced. Dang, you just give him a fake number. Get those groceries, girl. <laughs> I like that he's like, we were both checking each other out. Like, she was probably... Why is this guy following me all around Walmart? Yeah, like trying to make sure that you didn't pounce, you creep. Uh, and the last one here is entitled, My Walmart Princess. Let's create a storm together. <laughs> this is a man for a woman. You had on a Barbie shirt at the Lexington Walmart, 1 p.m. Great assets. And he capitalized ass. Uh, Want to meet? I have a pool if you want to bring a friend. Only on Thursdays when my wife is at physical therapy. No, she is learning how to walk for you again, man. It's our secret. I'll bring the Dr. Thunder and you can ride the lightning. Dr. Thunder, because that is what Walmart has. It's boot like Dr. Pepper. That's so funny. I forgot about that. Uh, man, this, this poor wife is out here just learning how to walk again or whatever is her issue. And <laughs> She's at physical therapy. And you're like, come over to my pool. I bet it's green. Yeah. He's you got, a, pool. You, you got a green pool and Dr. Thunder. Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>